Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Courtney, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Great, Ryan. Terrific. Appreciate being here. Yeah, I'm excited to talk with you. Let's introduce you to my audience of Morning Upgraders. Start off by telling us you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and then give us a, a win in your life right now. It could be personal or professional. Awesome. I'd love to. Okay. I am Courtney Wright, and I own a series of companies all under the, the headline Gemini Builds It. And we're a manufacturer, which we can talk about later. Manufacturer for a lot of different industries, and we're here in Chicagoland. One thing that's going really well is we've got a new business that's installation and logistics in the art world space right now. And we're having a lot of fun being able to do that final mile install for our clients and their clients. What made you start that other business, the new business? You know, Ryan, like I like to listen to what our clients are talking about and where their pain points are. And I kept hearing and seeing that people, you know, they could buy art, we could fit art, we could frame art. But if they didn't arrange the installation piece, and that's not that easy because there's a ton of requirements, the art would sit there unhung and like a lot of us can relate to and not on the wall so they couldn't enjoy it. So it was an investment they made that they weren't even using. So we just kept hearing it over and over because of the labor shortages, because many suppliers that people had pre-pandemic are gone. We just decided this is the right opportunity and the right thing for us to add on to our basket of services, started as its own division. So somebody here could have a leadership role and we're having fun growing it. Great. It sounds like you you fit a need and uh, that's really exciting. sounds like it's a natural extension of your other business. So you kind of have a little bit of a head start, right? Or at least momentum in the right direction. For sure. And we've got leads and, and ways to network and socialize this around pretty easily. Our first month was you know, exceeded our expectations. And I think it's primarily because, you know, we just got after it really hard. We got uniforms and got marketing material and got the website, you know, updated and started really just stripping on every single person that we interacted with to make sure they knew that was an extension. And sure enough, that's how we really realized that this is a bigger opportunity than probably we thought it even was. We'll come back to business. I always like to weave in business questions, but let's start off by, um, talking about your morning routine. I, knew, I know you get up early. So walk us through. What does that look like? 441. That's my start time. I don't know how I got that random number, but it, <laughs> it works. It's not 445 and not 435. It's 441. I typically wake up without the, the alarm, although it is set. And probably uh, first thing I do is, you know, definitely a little gratitude prayer on the way down to the kitchen, which is my HQ at that time of day. I am a green juice person. I uh, really, that's a recent change. I used to go right to coffee, but I have really enjoyed this flip-flop I've done where I'm doing this uh, juicing that I've gotten kind of obsessed by before I drink my coffee. And I think it's helped my stomach a little bit. I think it gets the cortisol not flaring up so fast. And so that's been kind of fun. I won't go into too much detail because I don't know how much you want to hear about this, but that is my very first uh, probably 10 minutes of the day. Is it green juice that you make yourself or you, do yeah. you have a brand that you recommend? Oh, no. Okay. So um, super easy. I mean, you know, first of all, I think it's one of the most relaxing little hobbies I've taken up in a long time. I make it myself. You know, I've got a kind of standard recipe, but it never takes the same, almost like when you make a salad. You know, every day you buy different vegetables, they have a slightly different taste. 
but I do it twice a week. So I make four days and four days and I try to share it every week so that people can get into it. Cause it's, you know, I think there's really no better way to start your day with that many minerals and vitamins as dumping this like 10 vegetables condensed into this eight ounces of drink. You know, I kind of feel like Wonder Woman by the time I drink that. I do it myself. I mean, you can buy it, but I've found that that's something to me that's kind of like meal prep is important. And one of the habits I have that kind of helps me just be at my best. So that's something that I've added to my routine recently that I would highly, and I really think people would get a lot out of if they explored, you know, how could they put more vegetables into their diet? I know you talk a lot about that in the book. I really resonated with that, with your book. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. I, so I have a salad. I'm going to, I'm going to make a salad when we're done here, but you know, I, the green juicing, I don't do that in the morning. So that's something I'm going to have to look into uh, whether I make it myself or I get something like athletic greens or one of those other popular green brands. But I think that's, yeah, that's, I'm glad you shared that. Cause I don't right now I just have lemon water in the morning, but that's, you know, there's no real vegetables yeah. in there, obviously. So I'll, I'll share uh, the recipe and the particular one that I've done. I mean, it could be something fun you do with your kids. I kind of got my kids and my family doing it with me because uh, there's something about just looking at 20 green vegetables on your counter. It just makes you feel better. And then when you, it smells good, it's clean. I mean, it's just really kind of fun. The kids probably get a kick out of it. Even my adult kids do. They don't drink it as much as I do, but they, they're into it. So yeah, it's very different than the green, the powders. I've had all those. If you try it, you'll see, uh, I think the way you feel, you'll feel it pretty fast. It's pretty awesome. Okay, good. Yeah, you inspire me here. So, all right, so you do the green drink and then what? Then I make all the food for the day, husband and myself, and we then shower and we're out the door by 521. So it's a pretty fast paced little thing. We um, jump in the car. So we're at the office by six. Do that because we work out at night, except for two days a week when... I'm talking work days, two work days. We go biking right away at 530 in the morning. But uh, the other days, go to the office, get the plants, you know, kind of connect with what's going on, orders overnight, check all the websites, start the day and then do that because it's also quiet time before like everyone, we, we start, plant starts pretty busy at 730 here. So it's a nice time for me to get through some of the more strategic things and things I need my own quiet time for. You seem very structured. Like other other habits that you have besides that. Like what about throughout the day or at nighttime? Do you have any any other habits that you really rely on? I am structured because it gives me less anxiety. I just it really works for me. So I'm very routine and discipline focused, and I think it takes away as many of the surprises. And you know, when you run a lot of companies, you have surprises all day. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big. I work out six days a week. I take one day off. I kind of am pretty big on the gratitude list first thing in the morning and again at bedtime. And try to, a new thing I've been doing is trying to say, really review what are, you know, five things I like about myself. And that's very different than saying, what am I grateful for? It's really a way to work on and always be working on, you know, my own self esteem, which if it's, in a good place, I'll be better for all the people that I serve. So I just try to make that a habit. You, you know, I've read and I think it's true, 60,000 thoughts a day and so many of them can be negative and, and things that we aren't doing well. So I'm really trying to think about and take a nod to things that are going well and things that I do like. So, you know, I do that. I mean, little things, but they are just part of my, you know, I always 
have customers where they come here or I meet them or whatever people. I, I'm, a, I'm a handwritten note person. You know, I've done that my whole life and really think, and you're, you're in a digital business, but I, I've done a talk multiple times for colleges and universities where the headline is how to stand out in a digitally oriented world. And some of these things are to some of the listeners your age and under probably sound very old school, but when you're trying to stand out in the world, some of the old school things that I grew up on really are things that make you stand out. And they, they take, you know, seconds, not minutes, not days, not weeks, seconds. So, you know, I encourage people just to look for things that make their brand unique and stand out and something that sets you apart from the pack because there's just absolute barrage of information coming at all of us every day. I 100% agree with the handwritten note. I mean, you had sent me one and I really, it really took me by surprise because you don't get a lot of handwritten notes. And what I liked about it was it was short and sweet. It was, I liked the message that you said that you wrote. And uh, the other side was a picture of your team at Gemini, kind of like a fun, a fun picture where you could feel the cultural culture of your business. And so I, I think you were, it was nice. It was like a nice experience. The whole, the whole uh, thank you card presentation. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, what I do. Like, so everything I try to do, I just set it up with a little hack to make it easier. So, you know, back to my morning, <clears throat> if I'm going to write one or two notes in the morning, you know, I have the whole stack of stationery in the kitchen, which is kind of weird, but like I, that's where I am and I do a lot of stuff. So I just, you know, have the stash of the thank you cards, the sympathy cards, the birthday cards, and I just throw, pull them out, fill them out, and then have, uh, leave them there and got to help at home and they, you know, get them mailed off. But I think there's always a little way to take away, you know, that word I heard recently that I really like when you're thinking about habits is friction. And every Mm -hmm. time you reduce the friction, it makes the habit easier to stick. So I try to look for, you know, if I want to take a sauna at night, well, like, how do I get the towel closer to the sauna? All the little things I'll need. Why do I, when I go biking in the morning, I set out all the stuff the night before so I can't really rethink it in the morning. And just really trying to look for little ways to have lists and things that make everything a little easier. And when you do that, nothing feels that overwhelming or that hard. Yeah, friction definitely. I think I feel like friction in anything is client relationships or like yep. habit forming. It's never, it's usually never a good thing. I'm trying to think of a scenario where friction is a in the book club we had this morning my my team at Valentine were reading Who Moved My Cheese and there was one part where they were talking about the mouse that was getting very comfortable and getting lazy and not noticing the things changing around him or her. So in that case, I feel like you get too comfortable, it's a bad thing. There were a little bit of friction or a slight level of tension or just keeps you more alert. But in general, yeah, I agree. Friction is is usually never a good thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, but we can remove a lot of it pretty easily when we just pay attention to what, where it is and and then just set yourself up for a little success. Yeah. And one thing I want to pull out, Courtney, that you said that before I forget to, because it was a few minutes ago, was your, the five things you write down, five things you like about yourself. I think that's really interesting. I haven't heard that before. It's like the self, self love, self care, whatever you want to call it. I think that's really important. So I, I, I might steal that. I think that's a really good, uh, especially with nighttime routine with my girls, I'll try to see if they can give me one thing that they like about themselves. So I I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, that was uh, my diet coach who gave me that one. I would definitely 
say, I would love that. If somebody had started that with us, I, was, I mean, your girls will be better for it. I'm going to do it for my kids, even though they're in their early 20s. I think it's something you're never too old to start. And how right. lucky if you grow up, you know, just having a whole self-talk that's really positive. Yep, absolutely. Could not agree more. So let's go to let's go to business. You have multiple businesses. You've done well with them. How have you done it? Obviously, hard work, you and your husband. Is there anything else that pops to the front of your mind as to how you've done it besides just a lot, a lot of hard work? Well, I, I mean, so a lot of people work hard, right? So I think I think it's working hard, grinding on the right stuff. So mm. I mean, we all know people that have multiple jobs, you know, and and they. They, they're fine. They live their life. It's it's, it's all good, but it, they haven't hit it out of the park. And I think I would say it's my ability to be laser focused on the end goal. But I've also learned to enjoy the process a little bit more as I've gotten older. Meaning, you know, I started a company that was a real kind of game changer in my life after a very, very successful selling career. But I started a company because I heard customers saying, hey, we can't find pink umbrellas. Or we can't find golf balls. We can't find... And this, these were all things that didn't exist at the time, the way they were looking for them. And this was supporting big brands like Ralph Lauren, Club Monaco, people that were, you know, that had a lot of stores, which was really a thing five, five and 10 years ago. Anyway... I listened, I just kept hearing it over and over that they didn't have a way to get what they needed to decorate and put the right decor in the stores. So I created it. Through that experience, I said to myself in paper, I don't know why or how I came up with it, but I I had on a notepad, I'm going to start, run a business and sell it within 10 years. Threw that thing in the drawer. And Ryan, do you know that I sold that business on year six to a public company? And then I had a four year earnout. And literally the day I left, it was like 10 years later to the day I started it. And to me, it just is a lot of power about the subconscious. The subconscious mind, 60,000 thoughts a day, minimum, they say 60 to 90,000 thoughts a day. And if you are, if you're aware, but you're not having to work on something, can you imagine how positive that is and how you can harness that? So I've had a lot of luck being laser focused on things. I have written goals. I have very, very solid plans and things that I'm trying to achieve and they're in writing and I review them regularly. And I think that's been the difference maker. I was about to say, I've got one last question for you and it actually ties into exactly what you just said. So couldn't have scripted scripted it better. So I do have one last question for you, Courtney, and then we're going to wrap up with you telling everyone how they can learn more about you or connect with you. So sure. I wanted to talk about, you know, you get up at 441, you get the businesses, you've got all the habits and routines that drive you. Like, how do you feed that focus? Is it that you are just crystal clear on your purpose or is there something else you do that, you know, some takeaways you can give my audience and how you feed that energy and that focus to keep going every day? That's a great question. That would be more than a nanosecond. I, I, I you know what, I think do what you love, take really great care of yourself and be really clear that of who you're supporting and who you're serving. You know, for me, it's my team, it's my customers, it's my suppliers. All those relationships are also important to me and and I want to try to be my best. So putting them at the front of why I'm, you know, doing those things really kind of motivates me to, you know, to achieve, to meet my deadlines, meet my word. And all those little things and habits I do every day sort of roll into, you know, having that long-term vision. So you know, for me, I've been lucky to be a, 
ambitious person with a lot of focus, but you know, as long as I take care of myself, I have the the energy to to keep going. Great way to end this conversation. Thanks, Courtney. If someone wants to reach out to you, link should we give them? The company is Gemini Builds It Plural dot com. I'm Courtney at Gemini Builds It dot com, and I can also be reached on LinkedIn or Instagram at Courtney Wright. Perfect. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks everyone Thanks, for listening. Ryan. Thanks for including me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.